Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, Transformers animated podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. I'm David. And today, hey, oh, what you talking about here? It's, it's Rise of the Constructicons. That's the, yeah, that could be a better Joe Pesci impression. They don't really rise. I mean, it's not even like they come and take over anything, except, I guess, bulkheads' relationships. I mean, for a couple of years there, we were just getting the rise of the whatever in every title. Like Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's not good, but it's a good point. Uh, that Transformers game, Rise of the Dark Spark. Oh. People need to be better at naming things. Stop sucking at naming things. Stop sucking at naming things 2017. <laughs> there are things I'd prioritize in 2017 over bad names, but... Okay, fine. I mean, I think we've stopped calling things Rise of the Whatever. <laughs> okay, fine. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machine. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, although that was actually a pretty good movie. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, Rise of the Guardians, which is that movie where it's like <gasps> Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny teaming up. Yeah, oh. and uh, there there's a lot of art of Jack Frost, I'm just warning you. <laughs> that should have had a better name. And then also... Rise, son of Rome, spelled with a Y. Oh. God damn it. No, that's terrible. You can't just do that. <laughs> you can't just put Ys in things. And then I, I keep, I keep, I was confused Rise of the Guardians with that other movie that's about owls. Yes. Oh, Guardians, Guardians of the Gahul. Gahul. That's correct. Isn't that Zack Snyder? Oh, maybe. I think it was... I don't know if it was him or somebody like that. It's like, oh, I didn't expect that. I assume there's just a bunch of slow-mo he owls. He should have stuck like, to Greek mythology and owls. Yeah, just slow-mo owls swooping down on, like, voles. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, this is an episode they're constructed cons. They don't really rise. And uh, they also don't get toys. Which is weird, considering how prominent they are on this in this episode and in subsequent episodes when they did not have a toy. Or toys. Uh. Yeah. Well, the problem with it... Oh, I wanted them as toys so much. They're they're big dudes. They would have to be Voyagers, although... Considering, like, how small the Lugnut toy is, and he's a Voyager, but... Still, they would have had to be big toys, and, and they only had so many Voyagers, and they would have all been Decepticons, or well, Constructicons, if things hadn't happened. They wanted to introduce the... A third Constructicon, and then have them be combiners. Mm. Uh, so that's yeah. why they held off. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. But never plan too far ahead, Hasbro. No. Oh, 
So yeah, this uh, first aired May 17th, 2008, written by Stan Berkowitz, who has uh, written a ton of stuff, a lot of, uh, lot of 90s Spider-Man, Superman, Batman Beyond. Ooh, you already said Spider-Man. <laughs> That's Spider-Man <laughs> if he was Batman. Uh, as always, got to poke around his, uh, apparently wrote a bunch of uh, T.J. Hooker. Huh. And uh, and that you can't just do that. And that live action Superboy show. Huh. There was what? I've heard it's of that. Live action Superboy show? Yeah, from uh, like yeah, the early nineties. Um I think there was an episode where Lex Luger played a clone of Superboy. <laughs> I mean really if anything, you'd think he'd play a clone of Superman or of Lex Luthor. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But no. Alas. I mostly know it because it featured uh, Gilbert Gottfried as uh, as an ersatz toy man named Nick Knack. <laughs> Why? That's not bad casting. And his origin I'll was told that. in a comic story that was written by Gilbert Gottfried. What? Huh. Yeah. Neat. I'll have to track that down at some point. Uh, in a in well, a back, he was perfect as Mitzi Yes. 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 Man. Yeah. The casting on Superman Adventures such yeah. such a good thing. Also fond of uh, Bud Court as Toy Man from uh, Harold and Maud. That Ooh. big creepy doll head he had. Yeah. Anyway, so apparently De- Detroit has once more suffered some kind of disaster. I'm not sure, is this supposed to be the damage inflicted by uh, Blitzwing in uh, the last episode? I figure they're still just continue working on the problems they've been dealing with for a while now. Yeah, I I don't think they put that much thought into continuity. No. So <laughs> yeah. The Autobots are helping out. They're they've got a big Constructicon colored crane. Yay! All Yay! construction equipment must be green and purple forever. And they've also yep. got a bunch of generation one construction guys. Yay! Yay. Yellow hard hat. Khaki uh, shirt, brown pants, or blue pants. I love that. I love them so much. So yeah, nobody is really happy to be doing this, even though they were a space bridge repair crew. But Optimus Prime says we have to do it because we kind of broke most of this stuff. (laughs) Oops. But it was mostly the Decepticons who have totally lost their level in Menace by now. Yes. <laughs> because indeed, Blitzwing and Lugnut are around, and they are just stealing stuff, like uh, like they're the Rhino or something. <laughs> <laughs> the heroes are warriors. Yeah, they're just stealing construction supplies. You know, like you do. I mean, which it's okay. They need things to build stuff, but it, it feels very much like. Koopa Troopers from a Mario cartoon, they're just nicking stuff in a comedic way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a bit of a fight. They end up getting away with a little bit of the stuff they stole. And also this bridge is falling down, so they have to stay behind and hold it up instead of chasing after them. Just, you know, holding it. Yep. So they fix it. They're. It's finally time for them to go home. And Bulkhead insists that he will stay behind because he has accidentally cemented his feet to the ground. Oh, poor Bulkhead. <laughs> He's adorably Such a clumsy. Cutie. Oh, this this episode is basically Bulkhead is not good at things. Aww. Except he is good at things for most of the episode. 
He just wants friends. So meanwhile, at a different construction site with, I guess, different colored construction vehicles. <laughs> no. What? Madness. They come to life via all There are fragments. no other colors. <laughs> and transform into, yeah, robots with, uh, New York slash well, New Jersey accents. Yeah, well, first they're <laughs> Let's talking call to... them what they are. They are Animaniacs good feather accents. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, and before they even transform, they start talking to each other. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's a fun gag where they pick names for each other based on one having a name tag and the other seeing a pile of scrap. Yes. <laughs> they're construction workers, is what they are. Yep. And they're they are construction workers. In many, I want to call attention to the vehicle mode butt smacking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, well, it's apparently like they've osmosed what a construction worker is like, but they've osmosed like. New York City tri-state area construction workers and they're in Detroit? Listen, there was so much destruction that they had to bring in crews from other states. Yeah, they had to and, bring in a, damage control. Hey, yo, Joey, we gotta get this done. We gotta get back to Albany by uh, by 8 o'clock. Oh! <laughs> and a, apparently the two main operators of these vehicles were the wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> So there is the the construction, or sorry, the uh, cement mixer, mix master, or mix, uh, voiced by Jeff Bennett, and the trying to do a Joe Pesci, and the shovel, yes. uh, which is scrapper or scrap, uh, voiced by Tom Kenny. I mean, there's basically the the chubby bearded one and the the taller one. I mean, it looks like Macaulay Culkin should be hucking bricks at their heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And apparently a lot of their dialogue was improvised. <laughs> oh, fun. It's, uh, it's like watching a... I want... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was Go ahead. Say, it's like watching a Judd Apatow movie about giant robots. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad I'm thing. Not, I mean, well, this episode mm. isn't, uh, you know, 20 minutes too long, so it's not quite like watching a Judd Apatow movie. Okay. <laughs> you know... I, I have to give the Constructicons credit for handling their existential crisis remarkably quickly, <laughs> yes. and then take yes. all that credit away from them immediately deciding to catcall cars. Yes. Oh, we're back with the catcalling red cars. This, how many different series is this in? Well, I think maybe just the two, but that's probably... No, um, didn't it... Wasn't it in one of the Transformers movies, too? Wasn't it even in the last one? Yes, it was in the last oh, one. Oh, yeah, the last about... one where um, it's Wheelie who's looking at, like, a Transformers auction site like it's robot pornography. Yes. yes. So great, just looking at, at cars, just, you know, cars. It's funny when it's inanimate objects. <laughs> it's also slightly less skeevy when it's pictures online instead of in person. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean... It, it's less skeevy that these two construction vehicles are trying to hit on a red car than two construction workers sitting on a woman, but it's still weird. And what's also weird is this: whoever's driving this car thinks that there are, I guess, construction workers following him or her in their construction vehicles. 
possibly catcalling either the person in the car or the car itself. <laughs> Call the police. Ah. <laughs> uh. While all this is going on, Bulkhead is trying and kind of failing to make cement and instead making what appears to be nitroglycerin. <laughs> this reminds me of a much better joke from Hey Arnold. Like, Bulkhead starts getting into units of measurement and accidentally triples something and is just getting everything wrong. And then in Hey Arnold, they were doing an episode where they were trying to build the world's largest pizza puff. And then the person responsible for the baking soda apparently was not familiar with the measurements involved in baking, so when they saw, like, one tablespoon, they thought TSP stood for ten square pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And the pizza puff exploded hilariously. (laughs) I I do love that Bulkhead has this uh, formula written on his uh, hand. Well, he has, like, a little hologram projection that comes out of his hand, isn't it? I, I hey, you know. And he's reading this via hilarious binocular eyes. Yeah, why does he need the binoculars? Because, like, what? magnifying... It, I mean, it's cute that he has binocular eyes, but, like, it's on your hand. You should be able to see that you're not seeing far away. Maybe... I'm, Is it too tiny? It's possible Bulkhead doesn't have very good vision. I mean, I think often large lumbering animals don't. <laughs> well, he should have really good peripheral vision. <laughs> well, yeah, but then he can't see around those big shoulder pads he has. <laughs> uh, oh, <yeah. laughs> poor Bulkhead. <laughs> He'd have gone so much further in life if he'd just gotten a pair of glasses. Aww. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, but then you but know we did see him in an episode with glasses. Yeah, then there's a giant explosion and he breaks him and he's all, "Oh, I had all the time, all the time in the world." <laughs> Damn it! What am I talking about? I like making art, not reading it. And then his hands fall <laughs> off. <laughs> no. Doomed by his own. And hubris. His head falls off and is replaced by headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thankfully, we're not saying poor Bulkhead because he is not killed in this explosion as the Constructicons zip in and save him from being impaled by girders. It's nice. Yeah, with a menacing lens flare permanently on one corner of the I-beam. <laughs> like it's gleaming sharp. It's a giant I-beam. It's, I, it would hurt, but like I don't think they're sharpened to razor points and can stab through Cybertronian skin. I mean, I guess if they're Maybe. falling Also, far lens flares are usually momentary instead of just being like a snowflake motion tracked onto the swaying <laughs> I-beam for the entire five-second shot. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Anyway. So the Constructicons know that, that one of the chemicals he was mixing together was outdated and is bad, and he should get rid of it. So he takes it and puts it in Chekhov's tummy drawer. Yep. <laughs> I I love the little detail of they don't just rescue him from the falling I-beams. They build, like, a miniature lean-to rig out of them that's <laughs> clean and, like, has a pulley system at the top that you can yeah. use to lift stuff. They are very competent at being construction bots. <laughs> yes. So they 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 do this, they help him make the cement, and then they decide, uh, hey, it's uh, 
It's uh, it's oil o'clock. <laughs> it's always oil o'clock somewhere. <laughs> this is definitely Yay, for booze. Very very heavy uh, oil as oil as uh, family friendly stand-in for beer here. Yes. And they get it right from the keg, or in this case, right from an oil tanker. <laughs> you know, like you do. Which is, again, kind of stealing, but uh, they assure him that, uh, you know, it's it's merely payment for a job well done. Oh! <laughs> I can't do a New York accent, so I'm just doing Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's a very specific type of New York accent. It, it, you're doing the wrong kind of accent. I mean, you got to do it a little bit faster. you got to talk a little bit of a And I'm slipping into a bad Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of Italian-American because they kind of look like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I, they don't look as much as like Mario and Luigi as character designs that show up later. This is true. But <laughs> they kind of are. <laughs> They're more like um, live-action Mario and Luigi as opposed to cartoon Mario well, and Luigi. Like Captain Lou Albano. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's just got a bunch of rubber bands and that metal beard of his. <laughs> I mean, th- this is really more of a Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo pair. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so they we get a little toxic masculinity here as well as they... Uh, they want. Oh, as th- they wonder if uh, Bulkhead is going to act like a little yellow compact. <laughs> His best friend is a little yellow compact. And you should meet him. Yes, that's <laughs> that was a terrible idea, Bulkhead. Yeah, well, it's 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 a good idea that doesn't work because everyone handles it wrong. Yeah, I I got to knock the other Autobots here for the reaction being. Especially these guys are jerks and yeah. not, oh, these guys just came to life and probably have all spark fragments shoved in them and are extremely competent at some things. Maybe we should figure out how to handle them instead of just wanting them out. Yeah, in general, yeah, they're, they're they are not very good at handling the whole, you know, newly risen Transformers thing. Yeah, you think after the Rekgar incident, they'd be like, at least try and teach these guys how not to act like jerks, and hey, you could be useful around here, you could fix up our house, or something. Man, they they need RC around, because animated RC was like a teacher. I, they need her there to take care of these little kids, by which I mean full-grown Transformers, because robots. Uh, Ratchet does have a great line about uh, when, when Prowl asks uh, where they came, where Bulkhead found them. Uh, Ratchet is pretty sure it wasn't Charm School. <laughs> is, uh, the delivery from uh, Corey Burton uh, really sold that line. Yes. So yeah, this this wakes up. Sorry, uh, they start playing oil barrel frisbee, frisbee, which slices off her pigtails. Which such a good sight gag. It, it's horrifying and adorable. Because she's kid. so angry with her cut-off little pigtails. She little is! Clouds of smoke coming out. Those don't just grow back overnight, you know. They take almost a week. Tune into oh. next episode. I'm not critical of this for reasons. <laughs> uh, Poor kid. So Optimus Prime just kicks them out. Yeah, which... Uh, Optimus, you... you are on, be nicer than I that. I know you're contentious with some characters, but, like... These are new life forms that are rather large. They're taller than Bulkhead. They are. Yeah. I mean, 
I've had enough unpleasant house guests to uh, sympathize with Optimus Prime here. Yeah, yeah, nobody wants an unexpected frat party. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Entirely fair. So they're off on their own, and they happen to run into Blitzwing and Lugnut, who are, again, just stealing stuff, and this time by pushing them up a very steep hill. Too steep, so they pratfall. Yes. <laughs> but hey, they get saved again, and this time by Mixmaster and Scrabber. Yay! They, uh, They're like, hey, some guys who will do our heavy lifting. Yeah, hey, well, so <laughs> We can trick them into dragging this back to our base for us, and then we can murder yes. them. So what are you guys, Autobots? Or no, they, they, you know, so what are you guys? They say they're Autobots, at which point they uh, level their guns at them, uh, but then they, they create a, maybe a Constructobots. <laughs> That's not a thing. Hey, it was a thing, found in uh, toy stores near you, except I think they canceled them. <laughs> Aww. They were those kind of fake Lego things. Oh, right, those things. They were from Armada? No, no, that was built to rule. Oh, yes. that were Constructobots. Constructobots were like the Bionically Yeah, they're kind of Bionically looking. They made, I think, a bunch of Generation 1 guys, and then they made um, some some Prime guys, I think. Maybe they were all, no, I think they were actually all Prime guys, and then they also made some for Age of Extinction. Oh. I got the G1-ish cliff jumper and wheel jack on the jump. Okay. Fascinating. I mean, yeah, I vaguely remember this now. They came in boxes. Like, they, plastic boxes. Right, yep. they keep trying to get some of that uh, sweet Lego Skrilla. Yeah, uh, not so much. I mean, keep I think, trying, I think they're still making Creons. Technically, yeah, people have discovered them recently. We talked about it on the last yeah. Ayakon Underground. Weird. So yeah, Blitzwing uh, turns out to be a little cleverer than we typically think, because he basically tricks these guys into helping him. So, so they they take their stuff back to the mine, um, and uh, yeah, Lugnut is about to kill them. Well, uh, he's about to poke. Them. Yeah, he's about to use the punch of kill everything. <laughs> uh, but then nice. Megatron. That at people. And then Megatron just drops in and. Uh, knocks him aside. Nope, they're useful idiots. Yep. <laughs> Not just idiots like you. <laughs> yeah, no, Lugnut has to, like, try and stop himself. He's about mid-throw. So he stumbles oh, so backwards good. into a mine shaft. Massive explosion, and you can faintly hear, I'm okay. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> He's yes. so perfectly executed. I, I love I had to, it. Had to rewind that a few times. That was good. Uh, so yeah, Megatron shows him around, and he, uh... Is this where he gets them uh, some of his uh, private uh, stash of uh, oil? Or no, no, I think that's, uh, that's no, the no, that's the time. So yeah, we we and that kind of points to a structural issue with the episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this where they mention they have a very clever pet? Yes. Or is that the no? That is here. We get we get a little bit of Isaac Sumdak who we haven't seen in a few episodes. Poor guy. Yeah. Still slaving away. We get symmetry. Both Sumdaks have been referred to as pets in this yes. episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that didn't exactly ingratiate them towards the Autobots either. Yeah. No, that would not. So he's all, hey, these guys are... Cons- well, wait, no, that's... That, it's hard to hold that against them, because isn't that what they thought Sorry was originally in the first episode? This is true. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, even the Autobots thought she was a pet of some sort. 
So Megatron's all, hey, these guys are constructobots, and I'm trying to construct a space bridge. Hmm. So he's, and they're kind of stupid, but they know what they need to build his schematics. They're, they're idiot savants. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on idiot. Yes. So he sends them out to go steal some more stuff, and they know where to find it, and uh, where to... Or, sorry, they know what he needs, and they know where to get it. And they don't know how to evade Ed 209. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so Bulkhead finds him, and uh, they're very honest about what's going on. They're stealing this stuff, and uh, they're helping this, and they're helping out those uh, those nice Decepticons. Yeah, you know, it's nice Decepticon guys. <laughs> and Bulkhead yells at them. He points out that they would just as soon slag you in the back as look at you, which they literally nearly did. Yes. Megatron's the worst, and Angry Bulkhead continues to be kind of scary. Yeah. And so they drop what they're doing, and they just head back to the Decepticons, because this episode kind of goes back and forth a little. Yeah, it's a little repetitive, but it kind of works by setting up the dichotomy. Is like, the Constructicons are too stupid to realize which is the good guys, but the good guys are also yelling at them. Good guys are being jerks. Yes. And and when they get back to Megatron, he starts with a show of strength and then just turns on the charm like a fossil. Oh, yeah. I love innocent Megatron here. Megatron's what? That's (laughs) the cutest Megatron has ever looked. Yes. (laughs) He talks about how, you know, the Autobots are oppressing them and they kick them off Cybertron. They're there. True, true. And uh, they're having a little trouble understanding all this, so uh, it's time for uh, Megatron to break out the good stuff. (laughs) Okay, Megatron has his own private blend of oil. Yay, metaphorical alcohol. on its own is interesting. It's taken a step further because he's twisted the bottom of oil cans so they look like wine glasses. I love that. Yes. (laughs) It is pretty great. Such a nice He's a robot of class. Yes. He's not just going to drink it right out of the oil barrel. He suggests that they could be heroes by building the space bridge for him. They'd build statues in their honor. Yeah. They could build the statues themselves if they like. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He knows what he's dealing with. So back at the Autobot base, Bulkhead is kind of telling everybody what happened, and uh, they're not thrilled about this. Not so much. And Ratchet is pretty sure that, no, they will do exactly what you don't want them to do. And indeed, uh, they show up. And demand Sparkle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the Sparkle. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the All Spark. Oh, yeah, that thing. You know, that thing. So he, he shoves Optimus Prime around. Or they shove Optimus Prime around. There's a fight. Uh... Uh, they call him a dipstick, and Bumblebee says, hey, he's our dipstick. Aww. And the shot of Bumblebee and Ratchet just looking furious at them and wanting to defend Prime's honor is just so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They look so pissed. Unfortunately, it's not it's nothing doing against the Constructicons, who are very solidly built. Yes. Yeah, ooh, that, another good fight scene. This show has so many good action scenes that just jump out at you, like, the, the posing, the stretching and squashing of the fight is really good. Yes. So it ends up with uh, 
Bumblebee being taken hostage. And once again, they are very dismissive of his tininess and yellowness. <laughs> even though they themselves are yellow. Why? Yeah, this... what a, a downside of after the good action that was more expressive, things start to go off model here, especially Bulkhead, who looks really weird in some does shots. Look weird. Like, maybe, like... Yeah. It's, it's like... This isn't a thing that happens, but it feels like they ran out of budget. It's like, it's, that's not how animation works, but that's... Uh, have you seen anything, Like, Bulkhead, his head looks like at weird proportions, and he looks flatter. It's bizarre. So Prime's like, hey... It's hey, most noticeable in, like, last few minutes. Yeah. So, so Prime's like, hey, well, okay, okay, well, but we got to, like, gather these fragments up, and then Bulkhead just hands them over. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the other Autobots don't give Bulkhead enough credit for... Not being a complete idiot here. Yeah, I mean, I guess he is the one who brought them there in the first place. There is that, but, like, I assume that he's handing them the orange box, and the AllSpark fragments are sitting on the floor of Prowser. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, they should trust him by now, but they're uh, second-guessing him because he invited these two idiots in the first place. Although you guys should have been nicer to these two idiots. And, I mean, <sighs> like, less than 20 minutes ago, he also cemented his own feet to the floor. Yeah. This is true. He's on a bad track record right now. Poor guy. Anyway, but before they leave, he says, hey, uh, you know, let, let's have one for the road. And, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they, uh, they, they have a drink. Oddbots chase him down. And, uh, Mixmaster and Scrapper start to have uh, a little tummy trouble. Well, nope. Bulkhead did not imbibe. <laughs> yep. Never. Well, I mean. Ah. Uh, yeah, because it was the it was the Chekhov's expired chemicals uh, that he's <laughs> been storing in his tummy drawer. Yes. And so before long, uh, these two just explode. Which yeah, is like, oh my god! I mean. As we find out in a moment, they will survive it. But oh my god! Yeah, it's kind of a final thing. Like, like they get in weird, like paralysis, like stretched out, and they start to glow and expand. And big damn explosion! Like they should be so dead. And by the way it looks, and I mean, I think that's what Bulkhead intends because he shows up. They're still alive. He's ready he to is go. So mad! Oh my god, yeah. Bulkhead! Jeez, calm down. <laughs> Well, it's a thing that's happened to Bulkhead before. Like, this kind of shit happened with the Dinobots. This is just kind of worse. Yeah. yeah. Like, Angry Bulkhead is a terrifying engine of murder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But he's so good. <laughs> well, you know, it's always the quiet ones you have to worry about. Yeah. And in this case, it's the quiet ones who are the size of a house and have wrecking balls for hands. <laughs> And hold grudges. Yes. Uh, but uh, because this is a cartoon, the giant explosion has rendered them amnesiacs. <sighs> so you would think he could leave them alone now, but no. He apparently did not get the memo. No, I'll just promise to tell him, hey, maybe don't murder these frightened amnesiacs. <laughs> yeah. Nope, time for murder. And then they just let him go. You're letting him out into the wild. Remember what happened last time. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe take these guys in, put them somewhere. You have stasis cuffs? Put them in stasis, 
Explain shit to them. Try and calm Bulkhead down. Yeah. Do something other than just let two Decepticon-sized construction equipments wander off. You know, to go start their own lives on Earth somewhere. On their own. I mean, if nothing else, they're going to be committing mass acts of street harassment. Yes. Yeah. Very large acts of street harassment. Like, I mean, this is Detroit. They're going to be hitting on the people mover. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, probably too big for them. That's unfortunate. And, uh, yeah, so Prime says, hey, you know, they've they've lost their memories, and now they have a choice to uh, not serve Megatron, which... I don't know, Prime, maybe go after them. Seriously. Explain some shit to them. Anything more than just let them wander off into the sunset. Yeah. Uh, This just felt like Optimus Prime saying the right thing at the end of the episode, despite not doing any of that at any other point during the episode. Listen, Bulkhead, the the episode's almost over. It's, uh, they're only tertiary characters. And, uh, yeah, that is the end of Rise of the Constructicons, in which the Constructicons fail to rise at any point. <laughs> they, they do I not mean, actually they do get rise. slightly taller when they transform from vehicle to robot mode. I suppose that is true. And then I guess they're going up a hill when they're moving the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> rise up on a slight lever. Yeah. You know. So yeah, that is this episode, and it's it's kind of better than I remember it being. I remember for some reason I remember the Constructicons as being very annoying, and they're kind of annoying, but it's kind of okay because the other characters are equally annoyed by them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I'm used to good feathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's better than last episode, but it's not great. I mean, the previous episode may have been the worst episode of Transformers animated, so... Yeah. This is introducing new characters who mostly don't amount to much, though. No. Um, They're going to show up... Well, they're kind of going to be important later in the season-ish. Sort of, but... Kind of. Yeah. The guy who has my favorite ridiculous name. Like, what even? Why? Why even is it? (laughs) Wait, what's the most ridiculous name? Dirt Boss. Oh, Dirt Boss. Oh, yeah, Dirt Boss. He's gonna boss the dirt around. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm generally fond of any names that have boss in them, because it's so goofy. I suppose. Yeah. But it's even better when it's combined with something that generally does not have a boss. <laughs> well, I know... Did you just admit to liking Boss Nass from episode one? I mean, he's Brian Blessed. Yeah, you, at least you get Brian Touche. <laughs> and I know that big list of Hasbro trademarks that was going around like like a decade ago or so had uh, the name Cross Boss on it. What? And I'm pretty sure that would be Jesus' superhero name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was actually for like some sort of RC car or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not actually for... Jesus. No. I guess it could be for, like, a knockoff of the Hot Wheels figure-eight track where they can crash in the middle. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cross crash. Or possibly a knockoff of uh, that uh, Crossfire board game. Was that Hasbro? Or one of their... 
That was probably Parker Brothers. The, which is Hasbro, so. That's, oh, that's the one they bought. Anyway, so that, uh, yeah, it's it's an okay... Oh, apparently Crossfire is Milton Bradley. Ha. <laughs> oh. So they, they are owned by Hasbro as well. In fact, I guess they would have been... They apparently bought them in 84, so they would have been owned by uh, Hasbro at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that is Rise of the, Constru- the Constructicons. Uh, please join us next week. But until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Tumblr, we are on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. And we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, uh, where we currently have a Patreon set up to help support our hosting costs and other expenses. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. Yeah, this uh, this month we are talking about some Spider-Mans. Yay! Next month, who knows? It's a mystery. Something. Something shorter. Not a movie. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> kimono friends. No. Or kimono friends. You mean we're not going to watch uh, Andy Warhol's Empire? <laughs> <laughs> and do a live commentary track for it? Well, we're, we're we're still looking at the building here. Um, anybody see that new King Kong movie? Oh, we got, I need uh, we got to. About six hours to go. Oh, that's what Empire is. Yes. Anyway, but next week we have uh, a an old villain returns, and we get both good, bad, and ugly in a fistful of Energon. Ooh, a good title. Hey, finally. For a few cubes more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something clever for Duck, you sucker, but it's not coming up. I'm not coming up with anything. Alas. So until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. Duck Boat and Duocon? Uh, it's I'm David. Stretch. <laughs> no Transformers who turn into ducks. Alas. Somehow Beast Wars... That seems not, like an oversight from Beast Wars. Yeah. Non-canonically, I, I think in some almanac it was probably the duck turns into something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe a guy who turns into that uh, like duck boat that the penguin uses in Batman Returns. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Dunk you to the Sharkticons? <laughs> Uh, I'm at a Sergio nah. Leone movies. And somehow none of us said once upon a time on Cybertron.
because <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Well, I don't really know Italian westerns that much. Because my brain keeps defaulting to Little Rita Goes West, or of the West, whatever the hell that is. Did we do the sign-off? Yes. Yes, we said our okay, names. Yes, okay, good, good. Okay, so yeah. If not, I could fuck it. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess we're done. <laughs>